This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with the one and only Marco Permunian, attorney from Italian Real Estate Lawyers. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Today, we wanted to get into the subject of how long does it take to buy a home in Italy? This is something that we've talked about a lot uh, regarding at least the process itself, but how long does that process take? So Marco, let's just get into things starting from A and work all the way to Z. And the first part of the process during that research phase, of course, this can take longer for some people, shorter for others. But when you guys are working with your clients, what is like kind of a normal time frame that you guys go through to go from that A to Z point? Because a good part of our audience is in America, I believe we can make a comparison between Italy and America. And the market in America, it's probably a little bit faster than the market mm. in Italy. So when a property is for sale in America, right now i want to say it stays on sale for a shorter period of time than a property in italy would stay on the market so i think it's easier to purchase a property in italy or to research a property in italy because the options that you find will be there for maybe a few weeks so uh you know you have the time to think about the property mm -hmm. to see other properties and compare properties uh, of course it depends on the area uh, there are some areas where the real estate market is very fast so mm -hmm. properties are sold extremely fast uh, but there are some other areas in italy especially the rural parts of italy um, maybe in central italy or southern italy where properties do stay on the market for, for a while. So you have the ability to think about what you want to see them, to plan your trip to Italy, to go see them. Um, so in general, I believe it's a little bit slower market. Mm. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've heard about that before. I mean, I've heard that it can be on the kind of almost extreme ends. I mean, I know of some people in Milan that were looking there, like you mentioned, like some places can go pretty fast and a city like Milan, things can really happen very rapidly. It's not a, a good representation of the rest of the nation. Um, but then even where you are in Rovigo, um, if I'm not mistaken, things can also take a, a good amount of time that you can feel comfortable and not feel like you're rushed, that you have to jump on it immediately. Like, it's, I mean, even I know friends uh, from America that would be in places that might be equivalent to Rovigo, uh, the places where your offices are, and maybe they would get like, <laughs> they would only have a matter of hours hours or days to make this decision if it was the right one for them yeah i think in italy you go from you know having just a few days in places like lake garda where a lot of people from germany are buying properties with a lake view so villas with a lake view that are just just stay on the market maybe for a week uh two places in central italy in the rural parts of italy where you can find properties that have been on the market for maybe two three years so it kind of depends on where you're looking for right. um to buy a property but in general the market is a little bit slower not everywhere in italy once again, only in certain areas. And that's also why 
you know, prices are maybe very high in some very hot areas and uh, lower, or maybe there is uh, room for negotiations in some other areas uh, where, like in Central Italy or Southern Italy, where the market is maybe a little bit slower. Mm, that makes sense. And so I guess having talked about that first initial aspect, what about actually jumping in and saying, all right, I found the place that I like, I'm ready to move forward. Like we've talked about those steps in the past, but maybe just to quickly recap, what are the steps and how long does each one of them take? Like making the offer, talking to your, uh, your agent and all of those bits and pieces in between. So again, the process of purchasing a property in Italy is normally slower than the process in America, just because, you know, the Italian legal system, it's a very old system. But if on one end, it's a slower process than the process in America, it gives a lot of guarantees. So it is low because it's a process that allow the person that goes through the process to be sure that, you know, uh, you can't like nothing can go wrong in the process because there are public officials that need to be uh, need to take part in the process necessarily by law that will guarantee that you become the legitimate owner of the property so in america the process of buying a property for example involves maybe lawyers maybe not even necessarily lawyers in italy you have to purchase a property before a public notary who is a public official and who will basically certify the real estate transaction and certify that the property has no limitations, that you become, we will become the legitimate owner of the property in full, that there are no liens and no other limitations. So if it's slower on one side, it's all, it comes with many more guarantees on the other side. But let's start from the very first step, the formal offer. So normally the very first step in a uh, real estate acquisition in Italy is a submitting a formal offer to the seller, which is submitted in the form of a signed document, which basically outlines what you're buying, the price. So it will identify the property it will identify the amount that you're willing to pay for the property and a term, like a, an amount of time by which the offer must be accepted by the seller. Um, otherwise, it will basically lose its effects. Uh, this document that you normally sign, and it's called formal offer, is normally provided by a real estate agent if there is a real estate agent involved in the transaction so they have these t- templates that they use and that you can basically what they basically only put the information related to the property that you're buying and you sign and once again there will be a time frame so basically a deadline before which the seller has to accept or deny normally that time frame is between 7 and 15 days now if the seller doesn't say anything in that time frame so doesn't respond to your formal offer it means that your offer was not accepted otherwise normally you will hear from the agent or from your lawyer if you're using a lawyer or us if you're using us um, that the offer has been accepted so now you have formally entered into a contract which will basically lead to the purchase of your property 
And so this is one of the the guarantees that you were kind of talking about, the protections that's part of this process is that if you make this offer, then you've started entering into this agreement. And um, if you decide to pull out from that point, then there are certain things that you may want to keep in mind. Um, but once you've gone through and you've had this period of say seven to fi seven to 15 days, um, then we're talking about also the, the search time on top. So let's say maybe you spent a couple of weeks there. We're talking maybe like what, three weeks at this point, two weeks, week and a half, whatever it is. Maybe you jump right off the plane and you've already got the perfect place lined up for you. Or maybe you haven't even come to Italy and you're working with Italian real estate lawyers and they've selected and, and shown you these places that would be the, the, the most appropriate ones for you. And you don't even have to go through that so what would the next step in the process be from there and how long would this take to get rolling so um, since you mentioned the you know guarantees and assurances uh, what happens is in some cases this formal offer which is marked as accepted already constitutes a preliminary agreement in some other cases there is a subsequent agreement that the seller and the buyer enter into but the point is once you have entered into this preliminary agreement which is either the next step after the offer is accepted or the actual offer marked as accepted constitutes a, a preliminary agreement well once you enter into a preliminary agreement um, what happens is if the seller backs off then the seller has to repay you the double of the deposit that you paid because what happens is when you enter into preliminary agreement you normally pay a certain amount of money which constitutes a security deposit which is normally a 10 or 30 percent of the value of the property but then if the seller backs out then the seller has to pay you back the double of the security deposit that was received if on the other hand if the buyer uh, doesn't want to continue anymore in the process then the buyer will lose the security deposit that was paid so that's the first the very first guarantee that you get in the process um once you enter into the preliminary agreement there is an amount of money that is exchanged which is lost or paid back twice in the case either party backs off the deal but going back to the timeline what happens after you enter into the preliminary agreement well, the process can be very fast from there and can take just a couple of weeks if you are uh, buying a property that doesn't need due diligence and if you're paying in cash or it could be a rather longish process if you need to obtain a mortgage or a loan to secure the property and if you have to do your due diligence so depending on the needs of the parties uh, they will set a timeline which could be shorter or longer depending on their needs to enter into the final agreement which needs to be signed before a public notary but how long does it actually take from the preliminary agreement to the final agreement that is signed before the public notary well it could be only 15 days for example if you're paying in cash and don't need a loan and if the property is empty or it could take as long as two or three months if you have to obtain a mortgage if the owner for example has to move out from the property or for example if the seller has to fix the floor plan you know the legal document that is filed 
in the municipal offices. Um, it happens sometimes that during the negotiations or maybe during the due diligence, it comes out the floor plan needs to be fixed because a wall was built and the municipal offices were never informed. So it depends on the specific case and you have to be sure to uh, discuss this with the owner if you want a very quick transaction to happen you have to be sure to discuss all of these things with the owner with the seller to make sure that there will be no hiccups and that the process can go on smoothly especially if you are a um, cash payer if you are somebody who needs a mortgage and needs more time maybe it will be in your interest to to make the process a little bit longer so you can have the time to obtain the loan and in this case the owner and the seller needs to agree to that. So the answer, the final answer is, it depends on the party's needs. Mm-hmm. So really, I guess maybe to kind of sum things up, on the quick side, the very quick side, theoretically, from the time that you find the home all the way until you're actually in the home, could be a matter of maybe a few weeks uh, on the quick side, but that would be, of course, very quick. But it, of course, could take more than that, maybe up to, say, a couple of months, I would assume, from what you were saying. Is that sound roughly correct? That's correct. Well, fantastic. And I think this episode is definitely going to shed some light on this process, a little bit more light because we've already <laughs> we've been blurring the sun on this, this process for a while. But of course, Marco, if anybody is interested in your help to shed more light on this process and for the help to get their perfect home in Italy, how can they contact you and your team at Italian Real Estate Lawyers? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com, or give us a call, the number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more content like this about moving to Italy, purchasing property in Italy, and finding out more about how to make these things happen, and of course, you can check out the series that we've done on what different areas of Italy that you can actually find that might be right for you, be sure that you are subscribed to this channel for more content like this as well as being subscribed to the Italian Citizenship Podcast, finding more out about the legal aspects of moving to Italy. Of course, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting player of choice so that you can make sure that you catch us wherever you want, whenever you need. (laughs) So thank you again, Marco, for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. Of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. And of course, this episode has been made possible by Italian Real Estate Lawyers Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.